Welcome to our podcast, How to Stay Married, dot, 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 so far. Um, and welcome if you're watching us on Nadia Sawala and Family YouTube channel. And if you are, please hit the subscribe and the notification buttons so um, you make us happy with the subscription and you know when we're uh, uploading a new film um, with your notification bell. So, all that done, fabulous, out of the way. Um, and this week, we couldn't actually remember whose turn it was, so I just said, let's make it my turn mm. to um, throw a question out there. I hate it when you throw out questions. I'm going to throw out a question. No. If you're listening on podcast. <laughs> you just vomited onto the table a small amount of breakfast. Um, so, it's actually a topic that comes up a lot. Um, on Loose Women, actually. For our American viewers, that's a television show that's like The View. Yeah, which I am a presenter on. Mm. So, I wish I'd done my eyebrows. There you go. I wish I'd done my nostrils. But people that are listening on podcasts won't know I haven't done my eyebrows or put any makeup no. on. <laughs> and people who didn't know I had nostril hairs now do. So, I think you look rather, rather lovely today, I don't. Actually. I think I look like a middle-aged man. Oh, shut up. I think you look really nice. Right. I'm a middle-aged man. A bit Tarzan. Oh, really? Tarzan? Well, you're a middle-aged man and I'm a middle-aged woman. Yeah. I think we look pretty damn good. So there we go. There. Let's have some positive things. Well, today. I think we should do body dysmorphia at some point. But anyway, yeah. what Lots are we doing people... today? It's your, it's your going over to you today. Lots of people keep asking us to do body dysmorphia, yeah. so I think we will. Mm. So, it's a topic that comes up often on Loose Women. So, oh, here God. you go. Do I know this? I don't know this. What is coming? Well, it's a bit of a complicated question because it could go in gradations. Oh, Christ. It's so, never, can I just say for all our listeners, things between me and Nadia are never good when the word gradation is <laughs> It's the gradation word. If I were to have an affair, mm. would our marriage be over? My God. You'll answer it and then I'll answer it. Um, so you go first. Isn't it funny, just as you said that, my heart fell down into my shoes. Just just for the act of entertaining the thought of it for a second. Um, would, would our marriage be over? Um, and you can see why I've said gradations, because it depends, doesn't it? Well, first of all, what's an affair? Yeah, there you go. So let's start with that gradation. You know, it, it could be sending flirtatious texts it could be um it could be something that doesn't even get to a kiss but there's an intent or there's a there's a something there that's terminated before anything even happens well I, that's not an affair is it well that's a flirtation it's an affair of the, well, well, well what is your definition of an my affair? my definition definition of an affair is 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 partaking in any activity with someone who isn't your partner that's that's of a sort of affectionate, loving, flirtatious, doesn't always have to be just sexual, bent, but that suggests to that person they're the special one, whether it be for that moment, that day, that week, that month, or that, or for the rest of your life. See, my, my interpretation of that is, there's, for me, there's infidelity, and then an affair yeah. is something that... Because somebody, somebody could be unfaithful, couldn't they? They could have mm -hmm. a one-night stand. Mm -hmm. They could have a kiss. Mm -hmm. They could have a flirtation that they then pull back from. And that's kind of infidelity to me. Right. An affair, for me, is a continued, continued deceit, mm -hmm. 
sex is always involved. It goes on over a period of time. Yeah. It's duplicitous. It's, it's. So is one worse than the other? Well, I don't. Well, that's that's a good, good question. Well, yes, I think one is worse than than another. So, say for instance. I think if you're married, they're both the same. They're as bad as each other. Well, okay. So, well, okay. I think you're going to find this too difficult. So, I'm going to start with what I what I would there say. There seems to be a sort of cornucopia of gradations. I'm sort of confused and baffled. Right. Okay. So, you went off mm-hmm. on a uh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. You um, get drunk. Mm-hmm. You have a snog. Mm-hmm. Right. With somebody that you wouldn't even normally even think about. Yeah. Right? Is that the same as lying, cheating, going I behind our back, rendezvous, setting up hotels, hiding credit card bills? No, clearly there is not. And so what I would say is, I don't know if, I, if you did that, if you had a snog, mm. whether I would end our marriage because of that. Because mm. I look at all that we've got, I look at 15 years, I look at all that we've mm. gone through, I look at who I know that you are, mm. and I know that you have been somebody that's been unfaithful in the past. I mean, it would be devastating, don't get mm. me wrong, it'd be mm. devastating, there would be huge drama, it would be horrendous. Who knows, I might never be able to trust you again. But I don't think I would go to deaf content, right, the marriage is over, for that. Mm. If I discovered an affair, Mm. where you had been meeting up, you'd been lying to me and to the kids, mm. you'd been, you know, going off for weekends away, you'd been meeting in hotels, you'd been having sex. That would be deaf content. There would be no way back right. from that. Because you wouldn't be the person that I think you are, and I and I would think that my, you, you know, that, that I have become... But there's even a gradation to that. Um, because what if, our marriage was in a really, really bad place. You know, I had been being vile to you. I had been in some sort of situation where I wasn't giving you any attention and I wasn't da-da-da, and you'd been pushed into the arms of another. Would I have to ask myself a whole different set of questions? Yeah, but if that had happened, you wouldn't be in the right frame of mind to ask that question because you'd have pushed me into the arms of another. You know, that pushed into the arms of another argument presupposes that the person who's done the pushing of the the other into the arms of someone else has a rational capacity to look at what what they've done. But what I'm saying, I suppose what I'm saying I mean, I would say that in the past when I've had, you know, affairs have happened or or snog, you know, all Affairs have happened, I love that. No, but all of those things have happened. I mean, if I'm honest, if I'm honest, I've never really wanted an an affair. I I have always, usually related to drink, made mistakes. And they're mistakes that... Yeah, if I look at a situation... Never with me, by the way. But, People are going to think you've had no, a no, no, no. <laughs> but, but the mistakes that I worry, those sorts of mistakes, I'd worry about with, with... That's what I worry about with you, because that's how I've been in the past, and that's something that I would worry that you do. So even as you were asking the question and suggesting there's a gradation of sort of almost offence, the jealous me goes... So what are you doing here? You're, just, you're already finding a kind of get-out-of-jail card for if you have a snog with someone on location. Do you see what I mean? I mean, yeah, because that's, that's because you are an unfaithful person, precisely. and because you I'm not think, am I was you were you were yeah, an yeah, unfaithful. No, so was, you've been yeah. many times you've been duplicitous. Yeah. Many yeah. times you've told yeah. the lies. You've yeah, booked yeah, the hotels. Yeah, you've absolutely. done all of that stuff. Yeah, I haven't so, actually booked the hotels, and I haven't gone to that level. 
command the bike shit. Well, I haven't, even got, I haven't even got that sophisticated. I mean, it's just, just shit's happened. No, but, but I suppose what interests me, because I have spoken about this on Loose Women before, is when I was much younger, it was death content. You know, there would be no, there would be no. But you get older, you get wiser, you understand that people can make mistakes. Mm. And so you you can't just stand in total judgment. No, I agree. And I also think, I mean, it's, it's a hard one. I mean, going back to the original question, I think I'd be heartbroken if you snogged someone. I'd be heartbroken if you texted suggestive. That I, you see, I think technology pr presents a real problem well, they in all say of this. That, yeah. I think a lot more can happen between yeah. people without any physical contact. Yeah. A lot of flirting, a lot of intimacy can occur. Well, a lot of relationships crumble because of Instagram and because of people liking each other's... I mean... No, 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 no. What I'm talking about is the act of betrayal doesn't actually have to involve an, a physical act of even touching someone else these days. Right. It can involve texts. It can involve, involve, you know, what's it called? Sexts. It can involve photos. It can involve just privately between yourselves in messages. You know, and, you know, we are so... So if I, I'm just trying to think, so if I went onto your computer mm. and I clicked onto your computer and I saw a whole load of messages mm. back and forth and... Hang on. <laughs> just deleted them. <laughs> just trying to think what I would... Messages think. back and forth. But with somebody. Oh. I can't tell you who this person is, but somebody that... No, and I'll tell you once Oh, I see. Sorry. This podcast, but somebody I know... Mm has been a wee bit stalked by somebody on Facebook and this person has received multiple messages mm. from this woman and is this a fit an affair or not no no not at all not at all this isn't an affair this is somebody uh, it's like a stalker but it's right. a, it's not a celebrity it's just right. a, I'll tell you after it is no I'm just trying to relate it and to it what? has it is completely breaking down their marriage because what the, the other partner thinks something's going on yeah. between them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, I was think, I got thinking about that and I thought, how would I feel if I clicked onto Mark's computer mm. and I found a load of messages? I think it would be been a utterly of... dead. It would be almost as devastating, wouldn't it? Yeah. As finding somebody in the act. Well, I, I don't think it'll ever be quite as devastating as finding someone in the act. Almost, I mean, I no, well, not yeah. in the act act, no. but I mean, you walk past a cafe and you're no, seen chatting with somebody I, I tell you in what, a way. I tell you what, here's the thing. I think the thing that's terrible about all of it, and I don't know if this is about being a bloke and having done it, I think where it becomes the most painful and agonising thing is where imagination is left to run riot. It's where the ambiguities lie. In a weird, in, in, yeah, in, and in a weird way, I think it's when people discover their partners have been unfaithful or have even, you know, had a had a momentary lapse, as you've described, on like, you know, when they're at work or drunk or whatever. People often go into a tailspin who want to stay in the relationship of wanting as much detail on it as possible, not because they want to punish themselves, but they want to draw the parameters out. They want to define it. They want to understand how it differs. They want to understand... If, you know, there's a weird thing sometimes that I think that if I thought some, you know, say you'd fallen in love with someone and there was a sort of, um, and I'm a very jealous person, it's very hard for me, all of this just even, makes... You've been I mean, talking I'm, about I'm, it I, mean, I, I'm, I literally, I'm not exaggerating to say that the key artery that feeds my heart <laughs> is aching right now. Oh, God. But, um, no, 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 but it is because I feel like, you know, because of my past misdemeanors, no. I, I deserve some kind of no, awfulness to, be, to befall me. For those, for those listening on podcast, I've gone over to Mark's side and no, given him bless. a cuddle. Um, but no, the... Uh, 
and I think the reason people go into a lot of detail, and I've, had, I've been on the receiving end of this myself in the past, is because there is a disbelief and a heartbreak that something that felt so special mm. between you could have been has, repeated. Has been repeated yeah. or, or has just been replicated or hasn't been repeated and thus sullies what was special between you because it, you feel like yeah. you've gone through the most. And so in a weird way, if you meet someone and you fall in love with them, I think it's tragic, I think it's desperately sad, I think it's upsetting, but I could see how these days at the age of 48 when I see couples split up and I see that they've met someone else meaningfully, I can kind of sometimes understand that. I can sort of understand. I don't know what on earth you're saying. What are you well, saying? Well, no, no, no. It's like if you fall in love with someone, it's different to kind of just going off and having sex and going off and having a meet. You know, having an affair for six months because you're it's just far worse. a bit bored and and, and then it's, it's you know. Far it's, worse. Yeah, it's like deal with your shit, sort your shit, sort well, it out. That's why I, if I'm honest, that's why I got sober. I got sober because I couldn't. Well, I couldn't trust myself. Yeah, I just knew I couldn't trust myself, and you know, I was already getting to a place where I didn't know what had happened there, and I was like, "What the fuck? Oh my god! I hope I haven't said that or have done that." Mm-hmm. And so you get to a place where you're thinking, you know, well, your responsibility in a relationship is to enact all those things as your intentions. Mm-hmm. What are my intentions here? I want to be loyal to this mm-hmm. person. Why? Because I love her. Because I care for her and I respect her. What do I need to do to ensure that? Well, drinking ain't part of that because you can't guarantee. Okay. That. Well, like, here's a complicated one then. So. As you know, I'm so, so proud. I can't even ever say it without always welling up. I'm sorry, (laughs) just gathering myself. I I, I can't even say it without welling up because I'm so proud of you and I know what it's taken to stay sober for 14 years, you know, and how massive that is. But say for instance, you fell off the wagon. And lots of people would say to me, oh God, you're mad for saying this, Nadia, because you're gonna mm. give him license. But say for instance, you fell off the wagon. Mm. Because I do believe alcoholism is a disease. Mm. I don't think it's a lifestyle choice. Mm. I think some people are cursed with the disease. Yeah, it's it. not simply greedy. No, it's not. I think that, uh, sometimes. But well, no, 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 but what I would say is whatever, whatever your drug of choice is, and when I use the word drug, I use it in the loosest sense. It could be food, it could be sex, shopping, it could be anything. It could be shopping, whatever, gambling. You know, whatever it is, you are filling a massive hole. Yeah. What they discover is that for the vast majority of people who are alcoholics, you are suffering from depression in some form. You're self-medicating. Yeah, you are self-medicating. You are self-medicating. Yeah. So, Say, for instance, you fell off the wagon mm. one night and got blind drunk, mm. right? And did and had some kind of indiscretion mm. with some woman. And the next day you were back in AA and back sober. Mm. People would probably say, oh my God, you should finish with him. Yeah. But I wouldn't agree. Well, in that case, I'm just going to head over to the drinks cabinet. <laughs> I'm just going down the pub. I'm just going down the pub. I might be a couple of hours, I mean, but if I'm not back, don't worry. I mean, of course, this is all hypothetical. Well, this is all hypothetical because then passions can get involved and you can say, well, I'm going to be, no, but I'd be firmer than that. I would say that for me, not drinking is an absolutely critical component of it. You for know, you being faithful. Absolutely. And, and because, and I think it is for the vast majority of people. I don't think, I, I think it's a joke that, you know, most people who meet the love of their lives meet them under the fog of alcohol. We've talked about this many times before. You know, alcohol is often a constituent component of most people's getting togetherness. Whether they meet at work, it'll be at a social do. If they meet a party, it's a party. You know, whatever it is, usually there's been some sort of, I'm just going to use the wrong word there, lubrication that's kind of helped the situation. Ooh, but, to but be you, no, but purely alcoholic. So for me, that's the front door. Just one second. It'd be the postman. 
I can keep talking about lubrication if you want. Sarah, I wondered what he meant. I actually did wonder what he meant. We can keep going if you get back quickly. Because we don't like to ever do an edit on our podcast. We like to keep it totally real here. That was my lovely, <laughs> my lovely uh, girlfriend. <laughs> <coughs> Lubrication. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. So for me, for me, it's it's almost to not drink is to also guarantee because because any of that any of that sort of behaviour in me, I would say, even in my prior relationships, was I didn't want to disrespect any of the people I was with. You know, I don't, I can't name names, but certain relationships I was in where I messed up. If I hadn't had drinking me, I wouldn't have messed up in that way. I know. I wouldn't have caused the upset that I've caused. And I've caused, I don't, I take ownership of that. I've caused upset with you, I've caused upset with everyone in my life. And I know categorically that even though the relationship I was in would have come to an end, it could have come to an end in a far more respectful way. And I would have rather that to have happened without alcohol. And so, you know, me turning my back on drink is me saying to myself, also, hang on, is me saying to myself, this is a relationship that I am committed to. This isn't necessarily a relationship that will survive everything. It might not. But the one thing I'm going to remove from the equation is the, mm. is the risk or the fear or the mm. possibility that what alcohol did for me would then ruin it through infidelity, mm. unfaithfulness or anything like that. That's, what, that's one of the major I reasons I stopped drinking. I suppose shortcut of that is that you've removed the high risk Absolutely. element to Absolutely. our relationship. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and you know... But you know what, Mark? Whenever I sit with women and talk around this, they always say, well, you know, if he was really drunk and he had a... It always, always begins with, if he was really drunk, I would probably forgive it because he's been really drunk and he's been... Oh, it's a good point you make. It's like, well, how much do you care about the relationship if, if you're going to get so drunk that you don't know what, what yeah. you're doing? I mean, one of those phrases, I don't know if this is quite what you're saying, I don't know if I'm understanding you correctly, but one of those things that I hate people say, it really drives me nuts when people say this, oh yeah, but when you're drunk, it's the real you. It's like, oh, it's, no, it's what not. a it's load of old rubbish. shite. No, it isn't. It's actually, it's actually the frightened you, the fearful you, yeah. the shy you, yeah. overcompensating yeah. artificially. And so you make loads of stupid mistakes, like throw yourself off balconies and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's totally analogous. You make stupid, dangerous choices. I suppose... I have to admit, and I suppose this is a topic for another whole conversation, is that, yeah, where I've struggled in sobriety with you being a drinker, I would say this is one of the areas where jealousy has been a real problem for me because I can't comprehend in some way, not that, yeah, obviously I got drunk and, and when I, I could drink when we were first together, but I, I'd always get flirty. I can't understand how you can drink and not get flirty. And so for me, so for me, I would say, you know, it's been, a, it's been an ongoing problem, We'd, you'd agree with me, that, you know, jealousy in our relationship has, come, has been shot through the prism of struggling with the idea that you could drink and not naturally move towards an unfaithful thought. Because mm, that's your... Yeah, because that's, my, that's a sort of... That's a pattern I'd got into. It's a pattern I didn't want to repeat. It's a pattern that I could feel was still there. You know, when we first met, and there were a couple of occasions where you said, you're not going to behave like that. You can't be like that. You mustn't, you know, this isn't the way it is. And I remember thinking, fucking hell, no, I don't want this to happen. I don't want it to be like that. I don't want... To mess to, it up. To, yeah, I don't want to mess it up. So what do you do? You make the biggest decision. It goes back to, for me... Anyway, we kind of got off the subject, but so, in terms so of would I stay would I stay with you if tomorrow you told me you'd had an affair? No, I'd tell you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> After all of that, sling your up. No, you're out of it. Especially because of everything that we've gone through. 
especially because of everything that we know but about each other. But that's very interesting, isn't it? I sit here and I say I would take into account what you are <laughs> and who you are and, I, and all of that. That's very interesting that you say that to me. Well, I tell you why. Because all that I forgive and all that I... And ah. yet you'd say to me, no, I'd tell you to fuck no, off. No, 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 no. I, just no. Said, I was saying that... If you a... fell off the wagon, you went and get pissed, you turn around and you say <laughs> no. that, that... Go think on. About, think about your answer. No, 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 but listen, the reason that would be my answer is that if you were to do it, it would have to be so serious. It would have to be... Precise. So walked up. No, 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 no. The it's way that... Oh, it would be so much worse if you did it no. because you've always been so much better. That's what you're going to say. A, in a, no, in a way, in a way, because <laughs> of your understanding of everything and because of the way you... You know, if it was to happen, I'd know that it would be happening. Even if it was a fling, even if it was a kiss or something, it might not be that person. But that is a symptom of something else. So I would know there'd be something fundamentally wrong. You'd had enough. You'd had enough of looking after this emotional cripple. Whereas with you, it wouldn't be something that's fundamentally wrong. What would be the difference? It wouldn't necessarily be something wrong with you. It's about whether I'd be able to cope with it. I wouldn't be not staying with you because I couldn't bear you and think you were evil. I'd be thinking, no, it's because actually this confirms I'm the biggest piece of shit in the centre of the universe. It's because it's because she's had enough of living with a guy who can't have a drink. I'd find all the reasons to do that and then I'd want to run for the hills. Then I'd probably relapse, and then it would be curtains. Well, okay, so why don't we both decide if the other one has an affair, we tell them to F off. I think that's a good point yeah. to end the podcast. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what we're deciding. We'd love to know what you think. Yeah, what Leave you your think? comments below. We'd love to know. We read them all. We, got, we don't answer them all, obviously, because it's too many, but we do read them all. But we will do a... I think we will do a... We're going to do a reading out of some of your comments on yeah. some of the most popular podcasts, because I think it's quite nice for you guys to hear what we think of what you say. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, a bit more of a conversation yeah, back a bit more of a conversation. So please don't forget to hit the subscribe and notification bells and markers, and... Um, Where's we'll the vodka? Shut up. Where's Sarah? <laughs>